Welcome to Decaf with Taylor Dawson, Mark Cunningham, Beacon Center of Tennessee. Uh, Mark, are you fully caffeinated today? Because this is my fourth caffeinated beverage of the day um, because you're leaving town and it's making me crazy. <laughs> I am. I, I, I had a lot of caffeine. I do. I know this is probably not right, but I don't even really consider soda caffeine to be real caffeine. So it's like, I know it is, but I feel like my energy drinks and coffee so much stronger. It's like, okay, like soda's like maybe a quarter cup. So I don't really count that. Maybe I probably that's should. Why I really do. I, I drink Coke Zero almost every afternoon because, you know, mama's just got to have that extra boost of caffeine. Like I can't. It doesn't feel like you're doing something that bad, even though it's like, you know, by 10 o'clock you can't sleep, but it's, right. it doesn't feel like at the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. I will be, uh, I'll be awake most of the night because I'm drinking a Coke at 1 PM, mm -hmm. but you know what? That's showbiz baby. Um, let's talk about some crazy things that are going on in the U S and in Tennessee, shall we? First crazy thing is, and listen, I we all have our thoughts on the safety of smoking cigarettes and if it's bad for your health, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't think I think everyone knows it's bad for you. <laughs> yes, well, and we all have thoughts on that, but the FDA uh, just came out today is considering a ban on menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. We've talked about this before when we were talking about the vaping thing several years ago. If people know the consequences of things and still want to make the decision, who is the government to tell them that they can't? That is, that's might be a hot take, but I think it is shared by probably a lot of the population. Yeah, there's probably some limits, right? Like we don't want heroin necessarily well, people's things. Sure. Like there, there's some reasonable limits to that. Yes. But for the most part, basically, if something is not going to, you know, hurt somebody else we don't really think it should be you know it should be banned by the government yes i mean it says that you know online on the associated press it says that uh eliminating menthol cigarettes could prevent between 300,000 and 650,000 smoking deaths over 40 years first of all that's a really big discrepancy that's like that's a massive discrepancy second of like all like covid's going to kill between 200,000 and like 95 million people it felt right. like you can't really estimate things like that over the next 40 years. You know, I just, I just think it's, it's short-sighted. I think when the government starts mandating things like this, that people have been enjoying for years and years, it's gonna, it's gonna come back and bite them in the behind. And I mean, let's, let's not forget, there's a lot of menthol cigarettes already out there. Yes. Uh, it's not as if banning them or, or putting them underground is going to make them go away. It's just going to be the government doesn't get the tax dollars from it. I mean, we even saw, I mean, obviously one of the most, you know, horrible things when we saw Eric Garner um, basically killed because he was selling, you know, black market cigarettes. Yes. Um, so just because this whole idea that we're banning has like, it might save that many lives if people stop smoking altogether. But I think like we talked about guns or anything else, it, there's already a lot out there. Just because you ban it doesn't mean that it's going to go away. I mean, we all had to study about prohibition in high school, and we know that during prohibition, everything just went underground. People were still drinking, people were still partying, it just went underground. And so if the government hopes to regulate it or do something about it, the, the worst thing they could do is ban it, because then gas stations or convenience stores can't check IDs when people go in to buy these things. They'll just 
buy them underground. It's so dumb. It's And it's so also taking dumb. away tax dollars, right? We always talk about tax dollars. Instead of going to, like, you're not going to get taxes, you're going to have to go underground, which they already do at some point now because some of the taxes are so high on these. Right. Um, it's just a terrible thing. And, and truly, I think it's hard, but I mean, there is a racist element to it. It keeps talking about how, you know, even I think the, the press release said that you know, they're worried about saving black lives because, you know, generally in polling, black, younger people and African-Americans enjoy menthol cigarettes more. So you're taking away something from, from a something that you know one group specifically partakes in more how is that okay it it's literally not and i just i mean you're right and it it's so short-sighted you know people will get on twitter and say it's about time the fda did something about this smoking is bad for you but it's so short-sighted people know everyone knows there are commercials on tv Everyone knows that smoking is bad for you. And guess what? People do it anyway. We got to let adults be adults and make their decisions. If they're going to do it, do it. Don't take something off the market that's been on the market for so many years just to, in an attempt to help public health and safety. That's not that's not how this works. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's just, again, we talk about these sin. You want to ban these things you consider sins, right? That's why, you know, there's not gambling in some states, including Tennessee. There's not there's not casinos. You right. Know, some, you know, want to regulate alcohol, tobacco, uh, what's whatever the smokeless tobacco is, the vaping. Yes. It just is, it's like you should have everything in front of you. You should have the numbers and everything. And if it's only affecting you and no one else, just leave people alone. Just stop. Nobody cares what you think is a sin or not a sin because everyone has different opinions on that too. Nobody cares what anybody else thinks about their lives and their choices. I, I think it's a sin to put us whatever $25 trillion in debt, but I, I, we can't ban that apparently. <laughs> ban so that. it's like everyone's got their own opinion. Let people live their lives. You, you know, on a personal level, you can advocate against smoking. Of course, it's bad for you. And I think it'd be great if everyone stopped. But that is not the government's job to do. And we need to separate. And that's, I mean, that's something both parties can do. They need to separate things that they want or they think are good for society and, and separate that from what should the government do about it. We just got to chill out, stay in our own lane. Have a smoke. Don't worry about everybody else. <laughs> what? Have a smoke to chill out or <laughs> have a smoke. <laughs> stay in your lane. Yep. That was that was a well-timed joke, Mark. I appreciate that. Um, speaking of something else that's going down that's not great is uh Nashville's approval rating based on its own people that live there. Vanderbilt did a poll and uh, you know, say what you want about universities doing polls, but Vanderbilt did a poll and last year. 59% of people polled said that Nashville was on the up and up. It was trending upward. This year, 53% of people say that Nashville is trending downward. Nashville is not doing so hot. What in the world is going on? I mean, I have my thoughts, but what is going on and what can we do to fix it? This is not a good sign. Yeah, I mean, number one, I do want to specify that the Vanderbilt poll is among the worst polls that there is in the country. I mean, it is horrible every single time. It's like, this is the poll that, you know, had Bredesen beating Marshall Blackburn by 12 or whatever. It had, you know, Bill Lee in trouble against Carl Dean, where he won by like a million. So, I mean, it, it is not a good poll. And, and I mean, and I'm not, I'm not one of those people who actually hates on pollsters too. I just, Vanderbilt's among the worst rated pollsters there is. So take it with a grain of salt. Um, and, and, and that could be either way. This could be 20%, you know, that actually think it's going in the right direction, not 43. Um, so, I mean, based on kind of what we talked about, I do think that, you know, the cost of living going up, I think you have 
Um, you know, housing just becoming completely unaffordable. Anybody wants to buy a house in, in Nashville can't do it. Yeah, you have just terrible roads, bad. And, and I mean, I think that truthfully, if you look at that, um, I, I saw, you know, some polls, but I don't think John Cooper, I think his approval rating has gone substantially down. So I don't think people approve of his leadership either. Um, and we just actually saw that Freddie O'Connell announced for the for mayor next next year. But um, I, I do think that it's it's a a lot of different things going on. I think in the polls that the 81% thought it was growing too quickly. There's too much construction in the city. So there's just a lot. And this is, you know, some of these issues are with things like gentrification. Um, and some of it is just things with a growing city. When you have a yeah. growing city, there's going to be more issues. And a lot of people don't think that, you know, Mayor Cooper is looking out for residents, which was his entire platform when he ran for, for mayor. So there's a lot of different reasons. Some are the fault of government. Some are just the fault of, you know, just the cost of, of having a big, you know, exciting city. Yeah, actually, you said uh, the thing about gentrification. It says in the poll that 77% said replacing old homes with newer, more expensive counterparts is a bad thing. If you go to the nations, if you even drive down my street, I live in a house that was built in 1937. Two blocks up, there are three brand new houses that look exactly like the houses in the nations, which look like beach houses to me. It all just looks like beach houses. They're tearing down one old house and building two tall, skinny houses in its place. Now, is that good? for the economy probably creating new places to live people are putting money into the economy to buy the home yep. is it ideal for those of us who live around it and have to look at it no because these old cute homes that can be redone like my house was can there's stuff that can be done to it but would they probably be able to build three tall skinny houses on the lot that i live on Yes, they would. Would it do a lot for the economy and for giving people places to live? Yes, it would. So there's trade-offs to both of it. Um, I personally prefer the old homes. I personally prefer not a lot of traffic, not a lot of potholes. My mom kept yelling at me. She was in town last weekend and we were driving her car around and she drives a really nice Lexus and she kept yelling at me every time I hit a bump. But what she didn't realize was that it's inevitable not to hit a, like you can't not hit bumps driving through Nashville. It's just kind of part mm -hmm. of being here. So uh, we need to do some things to, to fix up some infrastructure before, before too many more people get here. Uh, starts with getting out of debt, but yeah, and I would also say, like, if you look at some of the, you know, the bylines in the poll, too, um, and again, this, again, Vanderbilt is a terrible pollster, but the Metro Council approval rating went from 63 to 54%. I don't believe it was ever 63, and it's probably closer to 30 in real life, but but the, the nine-point drop is substantial, and Cooper didn't see that much of a drop in only one point, but another thing is Metro Nashville Public Schools went from 60% approval to 54% approval, so people shut downs, shutdowns, you know, I, I mean, maybe that contract that we really highlighted on the, on the the COVID money and them wasting that probably didn't help. Um, and again, I would note that if I had to guess, I, I haven't looked at the, it's probably, you know, at least 10 to 15 points lower based on just Vanderbilt's historic inaccuracy. So I always take, you, you should take every poll with a grain of salt, sure. but really take the Vanderbilt poll with a grain of salt. <laughs> we, we really do love you, Vanderbilt. We just don't like your polls. <laughs> I don't. I mean, their polling's awful. I mean, this is one of the worst polls, and I don't like Vanderbilt sometimes. I'll cheer for them in sports, but I mean, they've had a lot of issues institutionally, too. So I'm not yeah, a Vanderbilt. I'm going, the, I'm going to the Vandy boys baseball game tonight, so I feel I feel obliged to say, like, we like you and your sports, Vanderbilt, but we don't necessarily Not like their basketball, them. either. Yeah, not basketball. Speaking of sports, yeah. um, there are no football players that ever come out of Vanderbilt, but we can talk about other football players coming out of other universities. That's not, that's not true. Jay Cutler. <laughs> 
Oh, Jay Cutler did come from Vanderbilt. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I forget about that. I forget, I forget. Okay, so there are very few football players that will be coming from <laughs> Vanderbilt into the NFL, but there are a lot of players that will be coming from other schools uh, into the NFL tonight with the NFL draft. It's so exciting. Honestly, I watch for the outfits. I love a well-dressed dapper man. And I love that they wear statement suits and they've got every single time, as soon as they get drafted, they can start taking sponsorship deals and they all start posting about Bose headphones. Have you ever noticed that? Well, I mean, they can take sponsorship deals now beforehand. That's true. Change that's this true. year. So I think but, that, that's something that's actually going to be maybe not as big of a deal as normal. Well, they all... Every single time after the draft, they start posting about their Bose headphones. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but on Instagram, like all my Alabama players that I follow post about their Bose headphones and their energy drinks. I think it's so funny. Um, who are you excited to see tonight, Mark? Well, I'm just more excited to see who's going to mess things up the most. I always enjoy watching these teams that are historically bad franchises just keep taking terrible players. And it's going to start at number one. There's going to, It's pretty much a decided who's going to be number one. And um, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be terrible again. They're going to take Trayvon Walker from Georgia, who is like it had like three sacks last year. It's all potential things. Like You don't pick just a potential guy who hasn't done anything in college at number one overall. So they're going to regret that as normal. I'm really excited. There's one Notre Dame player I really like, and he'll probably go in the mid-first mid round, but Kyle Hamilton is maybe the best safety in the draft. Um, I mean, I'd probably definitely the best safety in the draft, but could end up being the best player in the draft. And, I mean, just to give out a, a shout-out to Suze, my favorite player who I think has been undervalued, uh, Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Their receiver is special. He might be the fifth or sixth receiver off the board, but I think he ends up being the best receiver. So I'm just excited to see this. It'll be cool to see, you know, who goes, who goes where. I think the quarterbacks this year are really bad. Um, and yeah. this might be the first year. It's possible that no quarterbacks take in the first round, which is usually, you know, three, four, five. Um, I, I don't think a quarterback goes about 20 is probably my guess. So it'll, it'll be, it's a cool draft, a lot of offensive alignment, a lot of really strong receivers more than more than normal drafts. So we'll see how that yeah. goes. We got Jamison Williams and John Mechie coming from Alabama. And Jamison Williams is kind of in, in the mix to be the number one overall receiver taken. Mechie's going to be kind of in the third, fourth he got round. Hurt, kind of like that, that was tough. He got he got hurt. Everybody, a lot of our Jameson teams, Williams got hurt there too. He's actually coming off a worse true. injury. Mechie just got, doesn't have yeah, quite the NFL level talent that that Jamison does. That is true. We got an offensive tackle. We got we got some good players coming from Alabama that I will uh inevitably watch in their NFL careers. I've said it a million times, but I don't really watch the NFL. I don't have a team, but I do watch Alabama players. And so it's always fun for me to see the boys go on to bigger and better things. Um, Mark, I noticed you're wearing a jazz jersey today. You probably don't want to talk about how things have gone for, for you guys this week. It's probably our last, it might be the last night uh, of the year of me being able to wear this. They're down three, two. They just got destroyed i mean we've been embarrassed and i mean it's i i will not give up hope until the end i, I even though you know mentally i'm in this place where like i just don't think we can win even the series i'm not giving up hope but the exciting thing is it's when we lose this series if we do it's going to be we're going to blow up our whole team we're going to start from scratch and we're going to be back to being really bad um but you know with, with the idea that we can be better eventually from getting young guys but i think this is going to be the last of you know this team that i've loved for five or six years yeah. Potentially tonight, if not tonight, probably Saturday is the last time I'll ever see them play together. 
That's sad, but I hope you have yeah. a good time before you uh, go on your trip. Before we leave, let's talk about that. So Mark is saying that uh, you're saying tonight is probably going to be your last time, but if it's Saturday, that'll be sad because you'll be on a plane across the Atlantic. We, I don't know if you'll be able to watch. Not leaving on Saturday night, um, and I believe American Air, I, we'll be flying to New York um, to, for our you know international flight. So I've already checked this when I thought the Jazz actually had a chance. So I can watch it on the plane. Um, I don't think people on the plane are going to like it when the Jazz get down by 30 and I start throwing things at people but we'll see what throwing yes. objects throwing profanities right. <laughs> all, all of the above so Mark you've got a big it's finally your honeymoon Mark got mm -hmm. married in y'all got married in September right yeah, yeah we kind of had like a, a honeymoon originally at Punta Cana but it was kind of like we couldn't go to Italy we just wanted something relaxing and that was great too but this is gonna be our real you know three week going and seeing all of Italy kind of for our, our real honeymoon okay so what are you most excited about so I'm between two things. I'm really excited for the Amalfi Coast. Um, that's going to be our, I think, fourth trip. I've never been anywhere like there. And just, I mean, we're staying this cute little, you know, I think eight, eight, eight room in that's on the top there. So it looks really nice, kind of closer, cute downtown. So I'm very excited for that. I think that'll be cool. I think everyone talks about Rome. And, but I, I mean, I think that I'm most excited outside of that for Florence. It seems nice. We're going to be going on like a Tuscany wine tour for one day, but it just seems like a little bit more. Um, there's a lot to do there. You can walk everywhere and it's a little bit more relaxed than where we're going to like Milan or um, or Rome um, or Venice. So I, I think I'm most excited about those two. And Bologna seems like a not a lot of pl a place that a lot of people go on, on yeah. vacation, but I'm excited for that. I think it'll be kind of it seems like that's more of a you go somewhere with just locals. It's like there's not going to be a lot of tourists, which is kind of a cool thing when you're when you're on vacation. Yeah, I've never been to Italy, but my sister went, and while she was there, it was when they announced the new pope, um, and they which we know all about from what was that movie? Uh, uh, is it like Angels and Demons? That's what I know all about the 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 smoke going up, and, or no, Da Vinci Code. It's Da Vinci Code. Oh, Da Vinci Code. Well, they I and I, I went to Catholic school, but you learn all these, and I kind of forgot about. It, you learn all these things about like when it's whatever one smoke, it means they haven't decided on a pope yet, and then when they finally put up like I guess the white smoke, the that's white when the pope smoke. has been picked. Yes. So they saw they were walking around Vatican City, and they saw the pope, and their whole they saw the smoke come out, and their whole entire school group started running and hopping over barricades to get close to it, and they saw the pope come out and wave to the crowd and and do like his first blessing after he was announced so that so was it was just cool. like lucky they were there it wasn't a planned thing they knew a pope no. was going to be picked at that point it was lucky it was absolutely lucky that they were there so that's the only italy story that i've got i really want to go to italy venice is like one of my dream trips just pasta and wine and are y'all no, no you're not supposed to have pasta in venice that's actually I, I looked up so much stuff in the north of italy milan and and they're not known you should not get pasta there it's more in uh you want to get fish in venice it's right in the water they have a lot of fresh fish um, and good meat too yeah but it's basically um florence and south is where you get pasta and pizza the north is mostly steak and and fish I mean, I don't hate anything that you just said. I just need you to know I don't hate anything you just said. Are you going to take an empty suitcase so you can bring back like pasta and wine and stuff? Definitely not. No, I, I, I'm sorry to hear about that. It's already, I mean, we're going to be walking on anyway. I, and, you know, I, I sweat. So I wanted to have a lot of clothes to begin with. So I'm trying to bring as much as I can that I can carry on a normal basis. Sometimes you're walking a mile from the train station to the actual hotel or the yeah. room. So no, um, you know, I, I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy my time there. If I have small things I can bring back. And, it, and I mean, it, there is, I know in some countries you can kind of like, be like I want to buy this. Can you send this back for me and I'll pay for oh, it? Yeah. Like, I'm not dealing with any of that, bringing stuff back. Well, send me a list of the wines that you like and I'll see if I can find them in the United States because, you know, I love Italian wines. 
Yeah, pretty much any white wine. And I heard this too, which is, I was actually talking to David Plazas, our friend, me and him just got drinks the other night from, from Tennessee. And he said, the issue with Italian wines is they don't have that kind of, that you know, that finish where it's like, it's not bitter, but you kind of taste it go down. He's like, it yes. goes down like water if it's Italian wine. So it creeps up on you. You don't feel like it's, you're drinking wine. It feels like you're drinking water, which can be problematic. That's going to be, that would be really dangerous for me. That's going to be very dangerous for you when you get those sweet. And I don't like wine, but if I kind of like it, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, you're gonna have a problem. Oh no, Mark's gonna be Mark's gonna be texting from Italy while watching sports at like six a.m. Well, yeah, that, that's the other thing. Thank, I mean, in in one way, it's like good. I'm glad the Jazz are not gonna move on because they will be playing at three thirty a.m. in Italy time. Like, I don't. Yeah, it's it's a seven hour time difference, and that it's so like I, there's nowhere I can watch it. They don't have it on TV. I'm like, you can't go to a bar at three thirty in the morning. That simply will not work. Well, Mark, I hope you and Kira have a great time on your honeymoon. We will miss him for the next three weeks, but I've got a lineup. We're going to have Justin and Ron and maybe Justin and Stephanie will do a podcast in the next few weeks. And then finally, things will return back to normal in, gosh, like a month when you get back. Yep. Yeah, it, it's is, a good three weeks. So I will not be wild. back until the 23rd. We will look forward to hearing all of your stories. I hope you all have a fun and safe vacation. And uh, everyone else who's listening, we will see you guys next week for a little uh, end of session recap as the legislative session draws to a close. So we'll see you soon.